When you're creating an experience, you need to have flexibility in your creative direction and using the technology to help achieve that is really, really important. And now with today's technology, I think it's kind of come to a point where people can really start to harness that. It's time to rethink everything, to redo the rule book, to explore smarter ways to work and rediscover what's possible. It's time for a fresh take on how technology and creativity are changing the way work gets done. I'm Susan Campbell, and this is The Big Rethink. Whether it's a concert, sports venue, artist exhibit, you name it, hopefully you have in some way been to a breathtaking in-person experience. But the world of live experience venues is changing. The key to this transformation? You guessed it, technology. (laughs) In this episode, we speak with Jeffrey Platt of Seventh Sense Design to discuss what goes behind tech-enabled storytelling and what's in store for the future of the live experience industry. Welcome, Jeffrey. Hi, thank you, Susan. Thanks for having me. It's so exciting to talk to you today. You have such an interesting background. I just have to start with, how did you get into this line of work? What got, what inspired you? What got you started? That goes back a long way. Okay. In some ways, even longer than I'm comfortable saying, but I will. So it goes back to high school. Um, it's a funny story, actually. So I was a bit of a rebellious kid, a little bit lost, like maybe, you know, majority of us in high school years. Yeah. Wait, I was going to say, and that's different how? Yeah. <laughs> and one of my best friends in high school at the time his cousin was the head of our theater department at the high school and they needed somebody to help them hang lights for a show so I got guinea pigged and suckered into it I love it and um I went there to do one show and madly fell in love with theater so ever since then, I've, I've been a technology buff and a total technology geek. Uh-huh. So I just completely harnessed it and fell in love with live events and just the whole idea of how technology played such a huge role in being able to portray the story, um, especially in theater, because theater's like, it's, it's in a lot of cases raw, right? You right. You a script, but you really feed off the energy of the actors that are performing on stage and just kind of being part of that and then experiencing that in concerts and things like that. I was like, Oh man, I love I it. I have to do this. I love it. Okay. So I have to ask, are you still friends? Um, yeah. With actually, the guy from believe, high school. Yeah, believe it or not. I was so yeah, excited to hear totally. that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, yeah, we formed the company together. No, that, that, <laughs> that would just been be even too better. wild. Right. So, okay. So let's get into it then. Uh, That's a great story. We find so often it's these experiences we have as children that really speak to us and in some way, shape, or form, and it drives what we want to do going forward. And you're just one of the lucky ones. You got to live it it out live. Yeah. I would totally say I was fortunate that way. Like if it wasn't for that one moment that they ended up saying, Hey, can you come and help us hang these lights? I would have honestly, I have no idea where I would have been today. Probably sitting, you know, behind a computer or in a computer, (laughs) ripping things apart. Wow. So for our listeners who might not be as technical, can you describe playback solutions and pixel generation and why they're so important in creating our engaging out-of-home experiences? 
let's get a little technical here. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, it's in no, in, in some ways it's no different than the experiences that you also, that you kind of have at home just okay. on a much larger scale. So if you think about even today with streaming media and Netflix, we all love to watch our Netflix and binge watch our shows. It's very similar in a lot of ways to that, but on a much larger scale. So it's kind of like taking a whole bunch of your different shows and maybe expanding on them and making them more immersive or, or making them larger, larger than life in a lot of ways. And it all kind of comes back to the same, um, the same ideology of you're delivering, you're using technology to deliver a story. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we really thrive on is creating technology and using technology in order to enable storytellers to be able to show their story in the way that they want to by the use of technology. Cool. Have you had, have you had a case where the technology gets in the way or (laughs) distorts a story? (laughs) You're laughing. This must be a good story. (laughs) Is it one we can share? I was going to say... All the time. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. Um, uh, the, the biggest challenge with technology is technology. <laughs> <laughs> when it works. I always say technology, making our lives easier <laughs> as you want to throw that out the window. <laughs> big caveat, big caveat. Um, yeah, I, I can't actually even tell you the number of, of shows and projects I've been involved in that in some ways, like they get overthought on, mm-hmm. on, from the technology mm-hmm. side of things. But at the end of the day, in a lot of ways, I hope that my employer doesn't kill me here, but um, <laughs> it, it, you know, your, your content is always it king it's so true like content is king and i i know it sounds kind of cliche but um there's a lot of people that get really passionate about technology myself included and we're like hey what about this and what about this and we we could put this sensor here and we can right. we can put this thing here and and it's it sounds great and it looks awesome on paper but when you really go to put it in practice you're like maybe we overthought this a little bit or you start to kind of pull back and simplify things in in different ways. Yeah. So So, yeah, it's, it's like a slippery, slippery balance. Yeah. It's got to serve the story, not kind of take over the story, become the story. Right. Yeah. And in some cases, you know, like depending on the creative vision, maybe you want to put it up front and center, you know, like I've Mm -hmm. seen um, some experiences where technology has played the front, role. Yeah. One of the more like the interesting things that is really coming into play that we're hearing a lot of more and more is artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. And it's been an interesting journey because at the very beginning, people weren't entirely sure of what it was (laughs) and what that technology was. How artificial is it? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Is it Skynet? Are we all going to (laughs) die? Is the machine going to take over my life? But it's people are starting to realize, I think, more and more now that it's it's beneficial. Yeah, it helps us in a lot of different ways. And inside of technology, you know, it's helping artists be able to tell their stories in a, a lot easier method mm-hmm. and ways because these tools are becoming more widely available. So they don't have to worry about getting really nitpicky on things that they may have had to work really hard on before, where you can kind of you know, 
put artificial intelligence on it. Right, right. Let it work out those, those problems, harder, yeah. more difficult problems. Yeah, some of the things we suffered through back in the day, you know, I can remember sending out to set type for printing things, you know, now it's like, oh, let's just knock this off on the computer. Oh, yeah. make 17 changes. Who cares? We, you know, it's exactly. We can use fake done. news now. We can yeah. just talk to it <laughs> and generate the story for us. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, um, another one of my favorite topics of uh, like artificial intelligence, right? Automation, a yep. huge topic right now throughout so many industries. And it's actually something Seventh Sense is leading with what's called juggler. Yeah. So uh, I'm not a very good juggler, but um, so, <laughs> nor am I. <laughs> so so I can imagine this is an interesting uh, way that can you explain that solution? So juggler juggler is a very innovative product that Seven Sense has been working very hard um, at getting getting into reality, and it's it's basically a next generation style image processing device. And to put that in layman's terms. It basically helps people get their video signals from one place to another in a very seamless kind of way. So we've been building a lot of um, technology into that product to basically help, uh, again, the technologists or the storytellers be able to um, more easily get their, their images or their imagery from one place to another in an efficient way. And we've built in um, some basically in intelligent systems to help um, solve problems as they are kind of unfolding. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like redundancy is a big thing where you want to be able to easily have something to fail over. And ideally you want it to fail over before it fails. Right. right? So <laughs> we've been trying to build in some, some different types of technologies to kind of help enable that and to help kind of foreshadow, I guess, if you will, if there's a failure that's kind of coming down the road so that, a user doesn't need to worry about it. Right. You know, so you're monitoring a, performance and you know it's going to fail before it fails and you just kick it over to the other channel. Exactly. That's pretty exactly. cool. So what, what happens if you don't have a technology like that? Then your, your screen goes dark. I mean, what? Well, yeah. I mean, a number of different things can happen. <laughs> Usually all not good. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from the screaming and the yelling, right? And uh, the fires and, you know, the whole thing falling down. Oh, yikes. No, 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 okay. No, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's one of the really cool things I think about uh, a lot of the technology that's coming out today is, it's it's more innovative than it is inventive. So we're basically building off of technologies that have been around for a long time, but now starting to be able to put them into more practical practical use. So it's again kind of helping um, it's helping people and enabling people to be able to do better work and be more efficient with their time. Um, rather than have to worry about some of the more smaller, nitty gritty, niche technical right. problems, repetitive, exactly. Yeah, yep. you know, it's it's kind of like, and I think that's one of the biggest benefits to um, technology as it unfolds is it's giving us time back, yeah, time that we'll never be able to get back, right? Yeah. So it's giving artists and um, storytellers and and people the ability to spend more time being creative than worrying about worrying about the technical side of how they're going to achieve it. Right. Right. So I have to ask seventh sense. <laughs> 
Tell me how that name came into be, because I keep wanting to missay it and say Sixth Sense. Sixth but, Sense. <laughs> so what's the story? There's got to be a good one, Seventh Sense. To Creative be, people always have good. To be completely honest, I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Where the... Should we make something up? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, but I could tell you that the founders come from a, a, a long-term um a long-term business uh, relating back into simulation. Oh. So it could have been something that's derived from that, possibly. Okay. But, um, I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> but I also think, you know, maybe just thinking about all these different ideas where that name could have come is, is video and the way that we interact with visuals it almost is a different sense because mm-hmm. you're not only pulling in your vision and your visual aspect of looking at a display or, 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 or being in part of an environment, but you're also pulling very heavily on your, on different emotions, mm-hmm. you know? So um, depending on the situation and the way the visuals are being represented and displayed can definitely trigger different emotional aspects and maybe that's where that sense. I yeah, I was thinking I'm going, I'm going something along. Direction. I was thinking something along those lines, <laughs> right? About how that, you know, the breathtaking in-person experiences, right? All these senses building up so that what is it? The sum is greater than the whole of the parts or the whole is greater than the sum of the parts, whatever that, <laughs> right? So even though you have six senses and you're using them all, when you're using them all together, you get a you seven. seven cents. Hey, there you go. I like that. Uh, okay. I like Do we that have a solution? Better. Yes. Solution okay. solved. Marketing. Make note. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So somebody will correct us, I guess, at some point. So um, so live experiences have always been a key component of entertainment. Mm-hmm. But how is this landscape changing, especially with the evolution of technology? I think that real-time technology is really starting to come into play in helping enhance um our normal, let's just say human experiences and melding them with a more digital based experience. So we're seeing a lot of use of gaming engines coming into play, um, like Unreal Engine and Unity that are giving people access to tap into different things like infrared tracking and sensors that can be used to track people's performances and interact with them in different ways. And it's also unleashing different methods for people to interact directly with technology. So we're starting to see a lot more products come into the market space that are are really kind of harnessing that and mm-hmm. taking advantage of it. Um, we actually have some of it uh, on display um, right now with uh, the exhibit or convention that we're working in. Um, but um, it's helping people be able to connect technology, I think, more easily and seamlessly and creatively, which is, I think, the most important part is when you're creating an experience, you need to have flexibility in your creative direction. And using the technology to help achieve that is really, really important. And now with today's technology, I think it's kind of come to a point where people can really start to harness that. Right. And it makes it easier for the storytellers to do their job and to share their vision creatively. Yeah, but I think it also gives them like a whole different outlet because they can explore areas that they haven't been able to before. And, 
you know, those happy accidents come along and you're like, oh, wow, that was actually really cool. Let's yeah. do that again. <laughs> you know, whereas before everything's kind of pre-canned and pre-orchestrated and people spent ton- tireless amounts of time on creating very specific content or a very right. specific thing to achieve one thing. And now you can play a little bit more. You can, you can kind of have your concepts and ideas and hash out the artwork, but you can make it come to life in different ways. And it's really, really cool to start to see that stuff unfold. Awesome. So what live experience technology are you most excited about as we think about the future and where your industry is headed? One of my personal ambitions has been to use, this is going to sound really scary, um, use (laughs) like... Are we going back to high school here? (laughs) (laughs) High school was scary. I think we're going back to the whole AI Skynet thing where the machines are going to take over and kill us. Um, but, um, using like analytics and collecting analytics, cause everything that we engage with now, we can actually collect that data right. back and being able to use that to create very unique experiences for each person individually. Cause so far right now, things that have happened really well in themed entertainment, which needs to continue is that whole group feeling. Yes. But taking that even a step further and, and kind of giving that little inv- individual twist to it. So that you you feel more connected. Yeah. I think that's like really, really exciting to me. And, and also um, um, being able to pick up on, on emotion. So I always thought what would be really, really neat for a concert is to have it be completely organic. So a lot of concerts and live events, they're, again, kind of pre-orchestrated or they're, they're, they're not organic. They're preset. Right. Got the playlist. Done. The playlist is, yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. And one thing that I always thought would be really cool is like, just run with it. Like just have the band go up there and do an opening, opening piece uh-huh. or an opening song and wait and see how the audience reacts to it and reacts to it and yeah. play off of that and let the technology <laughs> play off of that. So like the whole idea of like, you know, bringing in different sensors that can sense, Oh, well the energy's really right. high. Right. So I'm going to generate okay. something else. You have got really, to really execute high. on that. It, you, that. I'm telling you, that's one take to market. So I, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always thought that would be like an amazing way to have the technology jam with the groove right. that's happening in right. the environment and then take that from a technology perspective and go, okay, you know, like energy's high. Let's <laughs> let's create some crazy, you know, like wild, edgy content to go with that. Yeah. And the band can kind of roll with it, you know, and the ballad comes out and the that's lighters are so in the cool. air. That's so cool. Sensors can go, oh, there's lighters up. It's really yeah, kind of yeah. intimate. I'm going to set. The temperatures are rising. Yeah. The noise is rising. Well, it's funny. You know, I've been around and working life a long time. And so back in the 90s, when text messaging was just kind of coming out as a thing, maybe it wasn't the 90s, maybe it was 2000s, but um, we had the idea of a concert playlist that was all audience driven. But the technology just wasn't there yet. But uh-huh. but it was like let's just same like you're saying. But you're you're taking it up two notches to have much more read um, about what's going on in the room to set that playlist as opposed to you know okay if you want us to play Love Shack <laughs> text two seven three. <gasps> That's my favorite song. <laughs> I love Love Shack. Who doesn't? I mean, right? it's a B fifty two. Oh, that's great. I think great. we're dating ourselves back a little bit. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. I was very young back then. Yeah. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> 
So, oh my God, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for a very enlightening conversation. And I, um, I, I really hope to see some of this technology at an in-person experience soon. <laughs> you never know. Right around the corner, possibly. Possibly. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Intel vPro continues to raise the bar with enterprise-grade performance, security, manageability, and reliability features for enterprise and managed business of all sizes. It's simple. Intel vPro is built for all businesses. If folks listening today enjoyed the podcast, you can help us grow by visiting our feed on iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe. Or if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to hit follow. That's it for us. I'm Susan Campbell, and that was another episode of The Big Rethink.